You are now listening to the Nicole Gonzalez podcast with me, your host, Nicole Gonzalez. For more information, you can find me at NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Nicole Gonzalez. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you like the show, if you've ever gotten helpful content from it, please give it a rating and review however you listen to it. Because the more positive reviews that we get, the more the platform shows us to people who have never heard of us. And it only takes about 30 seconds of your time. So I would really, really appreciate it. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about how to let go of your past. And I think this is a great topic because we've all been through some shit in one way or another. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, I've definitely said this before, but 95% of our thoughts are the exact same things we thought about yesterday. And so most of us go through our entire lives for decades and decades reliving the same shit that we went through because we don't know how to stop the loop of negative thoughts that keep replaying and we don't know how to move on from past traumas. And I want to help you guys to do that because letting go of your past, letting go of that pain and forgiving other people from or for the hurt that they caused is not an easy thing to do. But the sooner you can do it, the quicker you can get to freedom. So usually when I talk to people about who they are and their past or their identity, like who they are today, they associate their identity with things of their past. So maybe somebody would have said, um, I got divorced. So now my identity is a divorced woman. Or maybe I was diagnosed with ADHD. So now my identity is an ADHD kid. I was assaulted. So now I am a victim of assault. And those are a lot of the things that I hear. Usually people shape and form their identity and include negative things that happened from their past. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, a traumatic because there's a couple examples were pretty traumatic, but maybe three years ago, you worked in retail. You don't have to include that in your identity anymore. Maybe you made a career change. Your former career is not your identity. You don't have to say, if somebody asks who you are or what you do, you don't have to say, oh, well, I used to be a store manager in retail and now I do that. Like you don't even have to include that in your description, your your description should not have anything to do with who you were in the past. You don't add that or you don't have to add that to your resume when somebody asks what you do. Your career is what you're doing right now. And your identity should be who you are and who you want to be. So we do not have to include anything from the past when we're thinking about our identity. So your identity is also going to change and mold and grow as you go through life. So you want to be flexible with your identity, but I want you to get this through your head. The negative things from your past is not who you are. And if you continue to think it is, or if you continue to use that language, then you are going to make the negative things from your past become your identity. So you have to be really careful with your language and how you think and how you speak because you have the power to shape your identity. So when talking about moving on from your past, letting go of your past, there's going to be a three-step process here, and that is accept, forgive, move forward. In order to move on, you have to accept what happened in your past. Think about it, embrace it, remember it, and then accept it. If you were in a bad relationship, I want you to accept it. I'm sure you learned something from it. 
And if you've been a victim of something, accept it. I'm sure you as a person experience growth in being resilient through that experience. And if you've been diagnosed with something, accept it. I'm sure you learned something about yourself that you didn't know before. Acceptance is key in moving forward. And after you accept it, it's time to forgive. This is the really hard part. Oftentimes, we don't want to forgive people from the wrong things that they've done, the hurt that they caused. So a little trick that I like to do is to imagine those people as a five-year-old child. Those people who caused you pain were a little kid at one point in their life. And honestly, they probably didn't get the love that they needed as a child. They didn't get the love or the education or the tools that they needed, and that's why they grew up holding on to pain, which then caused you pain because however it manifested, it resulted in probably their built-up energy that was somehow projected onto you. Does that make the situation okay? No, of course not. But it's easier to forgive when you know that the hurt isn't coming from a place of evil, but it's coming from a lack of love. Because honestly, most of us did not get the love that we needed in our youth. And if you can picture the people who hurt you as a wounded five-year-old child, it's easier to forgive them for the pain that they caused. And one more thing, when I say forgive, I want to point out that I am not saying love them or love on them. I'm not saying to welcome them back in your life with arms wide open. I'm saying forgive them. Accept what happened and forgive them. Say it's okay. I see you. I forgive you. And that's it. From here, it's time to move on. So in order to move forward after you accept and you forgive, now it's time to shape the identity that you want, the identity that you deserve, an identity filled with who you are at your core, an identity that serves you, not an identity that's shaped by the negative things that happened in your past. And I'm going to repeat that one more time because it's so important. And I hear this over and over and over again when I work with people. So I want you guys to understand that your traumas do not define you. They are not who you are. And again, if you're not careful about intentionally trying to form your identity, then you might accidentally let the bad things that happen to you become your identity. So it's time, it's, it's, it's so important, and it's time to recognize that your past is your past. It's not who you are as a person. So now when trying to shape your identity, you need to get really self-aware about who you are. Who are you as a person? What's your body language like? What language does your body convey to other people? Are you welcoming? Are you smiling? Are you energetic? Are you warm? Or do you tend to fold your arms? Do you seem kind of standoffish? Do you have RBF, aka resting bitch face? Like how do you come off to other people? And I want you to think about your interactions. Are you accepting of others? Do you speak kindly about everyone? Or do you tend to gossip about other people? Do you lift people up or do you tend to hold people back? Do you call them out for everything they do wrong? And even if it's just a joke, you can also be aware of that. If you tease people in a joking manner, that's okay, but sometimes it can hurt other people's feelings. And I am guilty for that. I have done that plenty of times. So it's okay to be self-aware, but I want you to think about your body language and your interactions with people. Who are you and how are you perceived? How do you convey yourself to other people? And once you're self-aware about that, I want you to make a decision. Decide if you like those things about yourself. 
Do you like how you come off to other people? Do you like your interactions? Do you like your body language? Or do you want to make a change? It's okay if you want to mold your current identity. In fact, your identity is going to change throughout your entire life, depending on who you are surrounded by, where you are in the world, what goals you're chasing to, and, and all of those things. So it's okay if you don't love the person that you are aware of today. That is exactly what we're doing here. We're growing. So we want to focus on this new identity that you want to create. So I want you to picture your highest self. Who are you in the very brightest of lights? What do you dress like? What language do you use? What facial expressions do you have? What body language do you convey? Who do you hang out with? What kind of money do you make? Where do you live? What are your hobbies? Who are you at your highest, highest self, your best self? If you could paint the absolute best picture of you, what does that look like? And once you have that picture in your head, I need you to remember it. Create a mental image of him or her. Maybe draw a picture. Oh, if you are an artistic human being, even if you're not an artistic human being, that's fine. But I love the idea of pen and paper. I've said this many times before on the podcast, but draw the picture out if you can and keep that image in a private place for you to look at. But the important thing is that you remember who that person is, that identity, because that is the identity you're now working toward. That person is your highest self, and that person is not letting any negative things from your past define you. And keep an open mind that becoming that version of you is not going to happen overnight. Just because you created an image of who that person is and what that identity might be does not mean it's going to happen tomorrow. We know that we have these vicious habits and these thought loops that resurface whether we want them to or not, so it takes time to cut out all of those negative habits and the things that we grew up that we were absorbed from our environment it's going to it's going to take a little while to move past those things but your identity like we said will continue to mold and shift with every new experience you endure so you have to be flexible patient be willing to try new things and know that it's not going to happen overnight but you can start working toward that person today by doing this exact thing, by accepting, by forgiving, by moving forward, creating your identity, uh, envisioning this new identity that you want to have. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap. So what are you going to start doing today? Acceptance. Accept where you are and accept all the things that have happened to you. Accept your life for what it has been and the people that you have been surrounded by. Accept your environments, accept all of it. Accept, accept, accept. And then the second thing is forgive. Forgive the people who were in your environment and who hurt you and forgive yourself for any of the pain that you've carried. So many people hold on to this pain and once they they realize that they've been carrying pain for 10 years, that now they're kicking themselves. Why did you hold on to this? Why didn't you let yourself be happier? Well, you need to forgive that part of you too. Maybe you weren't experienced enough or knowledgeable enough, or maybe you weren't ready to, to move on past it, but now you are. So forgive yourself and allow yourself to move forward. And again, forgiveness does not mean welcoming people back into your life. Just say, hey, I know you did not mean this. 
see those people who hurt you as a five-year-old child who needed love and forgive them for their wrongdoings, and then move on. After you accept and forgive, it's time to create your new identity. This identity has nothing to do with the pains of your past. This is your highest self, someone you envision in your dreams. This is the new identity you're working toward. And know that it's going to take time to become that person. So it's not going to happen overnight, but you'll be patient in the process and keep envisioning that incredible version of you, that this person who's stamped permanently in your subconscious mind so you think about him or her on repeat all the time. So this is a three-step process to forgetting the past and creating a new identity for your future. But there's one big tip that I'm going to give you in making this three-step process a little bit easier. It is so much easier to move on from your past, to accept, to forgive, to move forward when you are not in the environment that no longer served you. So you need to get out of that environment that created negative traumas from your past. So for example, you can't forgive your partner for all the pain that they caused you if you're still in an unhealthy relationship. You either A, need to get out of that relationship, or B, you guys need to sit down, talk about the fact that your relationship is unhealthy, go to therapy, do the work, and get yourself to a healthy place. So you cannot be in this unhealthy relationship and forgive your partner at the same time. It's almost like Stockholm Syndrome to a degree. You're not going to forgive your kidnapper and create this great new identity that you're going to work toward and move on from your past when you're still kidnapped, right? No, you need to get out of that environment first. And then this three-step process will be so much easier to do. So you may have heard something like this before, but it The phrase kind of goes like, if you want to change your life, you have to change your environment. And it's so true. I'll give you another example. If you want to stop drinking so much alcohol, you can't spend five nights a week at a bar or eating out or surrounded by people who are always drinking alcohol. And this is a personal example for me because I've been there. And there was a point in my life when I was consumed by way too much alcohol and I wanted to stop. So for me, I had to think about the five places that I spent the most time with. Because obviously, those five places, that's my environment. That's where I'm at. And our environment impacts us so dramatically, it's mind-blowing. But for me, now my environment, the five places that I'm at the most, it looks like my house, of course, the school that I teach at my sister-in-law's house because we're always getting there together with all of the cousins and all the kids are playing. I I would like to say my fourth environment would be outside. I know that's a pretty broad one, but I'm always going outside on runs or walking my kids around the neighborhood, going to the park, swimming outside in the pool. So just outside in general. And then the fifth one, you guys might laugh at this, but I would probably say Starbucks. Because whenever I can get out of my house or, you know, I have some time away from the kids, I love to go to Starbucks and just sit down and read or write and just like have some peace and quiet to myself. So those are the five environments I spend the most time at currently right now. But it wasn't always like that. Once upon a time, I definitely would have had either one or two bars on that list. And that was at the time when I wanted to cut back on drinking alcohol. So I had to change that environment in order to change myself. And now all five of my environments that I currently spend the most time in, they all serve different sides of me. 
you know, when I'm outside, it serves my, my athletic side when I'm also always going outside and I'm running and I'm active. When I'm at Starbucks, it serves my more artistic side, my creative side when I'm reading and I'm writing. And, you know, so they serve different sides of me and all sides that I'm very happy with. But again, it hasn't always been that way. So I had to change my environments in order to get to this current identity that I'm at now. So that is the one big tip I'm going to give you guys. In order to accept, to forgive, and to move on and create this new identity, I want you to look at your environment as well. If you have to change your environment, it is critical in changing yourself. So I know this episode unpacked a lot of advice in here, a lot of things to think about, but I hope it gets your brain stirring. Moving on from your past is not an easy task to do, but it is possible. Accepting, forgiving, and moving forward are all within reach, and it's the easiest to do when you change your environment first. So I really hope you guys got something helpful from today's episode, and if you did, please send it to someone who needs to hear it, maybe a friend, a sibling, a parent, a coworker, someone you care about. And again, please subscribe to the show and leave a review if you love the content. Another episode will be out in just a few days. And until then, I love you and I'm on this journey with you. Thank you guys for listening. If you like the show, please, please, please share it with someone you love, someone you care about. My goal is always to help people to make them feel loved and special and cared for and connected with. So if this episode helped you in any way, let's keep spreading all those good vibes. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Gonzalez Writes or my website at the exact same thing, <laughs> NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. And remember, you guys, I love you and I will see you next week. <laughs>